What if your life was a dance? What if you could learn to perform it with grace and power? My name is Tudor Alexander, and I want to be your partner as we choreograph the dance of life. Join me as we share in some of the most meaningful life lessons and strategies that I've discovered in my career as a professional athlete and entrepreneur. We'll talk business, transformation, gratitude, and everything in between as we dance our way through life. Together, we'll learn and navigate life's changes and dance to whatever the music is playing. Are you ready? It's time for the dance of life. Today, my new friend, my guest is Alex Swire Clark. How is it going, Alex? Tudor, it's awesome, man. It's not it's not Friday yet for me, but uh, it will be when people are listening. So <laughs> it it's, will be. It's yeah. going great. Going great. Thank you so much. This is exciting. We finally got over our technological uh, issues here. We can actually hold this interview. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Technology is awesome when it works, and then it's epic fail when it doesn't. So uh, <laughs> yeah. we're almost to the point of sending pigeons back and forth to one another. But yeah, you know, I think that would probably be more effective, honestly, with with Skype and everything. <laughs> well, I'm really excited to have you on my show here and interview because I think the work that you do there's a lot of parallels between, uh, you know, my background in in dance and teaching and all that stuff and a lot of the speaking and work that you do. So I'm super excited to have you. You can go ahead and introduce yourself and what you do for a living. Sure. So uh, I'm uh, Alex Swire Clark, CEO of Solor Incorporated. We're a medical billing company uh, that uh, services physicians in about 16 different states. Uh, all of our employees are U.S.-based, and we all work remotely. So we all get to work from home in our pajamas, which is, I think, the that's, goal of a lot of people. Which is wake up right there. <laughs> Grab a cup of coffee and uh, start heading to work without uh, the commute or what have you. But uh, so it's been uh, been a, a, a nice situation to be in. I'm and I'm uh, transitioning from doing not just CEO work, which I still enjoy, but uh, also doing some professional speaking, which is kind of how you and I uh, connected uh, in the podcast world. I host my own podcast called the Rapport Advantage Podcast, where we help uh, break down the walls of communication, increase emotional intelligence in people, and build better relationships. In the workplace and beyond. That's kind of our tagline. Nice, beautiful. I love that. I think communication is so important, you know, and, and, and understanding how to communicate correctly, understanding empathy, you know, leadership is, we were just talking about a little bit off air is how you know, there, there's all this push and productivity and all this, this kind of masculine energy behind it. And communication, I mean, at least from my perspective, working in ballroom dancing with, with both the masculine and feminine approaches to leadership. I think communication is so important to have as a, as a balancing factor for that high success, high achiever uh, type of mindset. So And, and so true, Tudor. And, and the fact that, you know, we all communicate in our own unique way. We all look at life through our own personal lens mm. and, you know, not to try to be too metaphorical, but that's, that's just, that's just the reality of it. Yeah, um, you know, my absolutely. wife is my polar opposite and we'll, we'll kind of cross that bridge here in a little bit. Um, but, uh, when we first, you know, were, were married, we, we struggle with that as well. So and yeah. it's not just, you know, what you're saying, but it's body language. It's, you know, appearance. It's, you know, the things that motivate you and drive you because that influences how you communicate. So there's so much to it other than just, hey, you're a communicator like X. There's mm. just, and that's so much to it. So many dimensions. And, you know, what, what I find it interesting is when you can explore a dimension that is, you know, like you said, opposite of yourself and discover how to how to communicate from a perspective that maybe wasn't your own that's very to me that's very transformative there's a there's a, there's a breakthrough that happens when you discover okay and you can actually connect to somebody who before was like man i just can't get through to this person or i can't get a result in this particular area 
So I think that's that, right. And, and that knowledge brings enlightenment and that enlightenment says, oh, OK, now now that I've got this information, let me have some practical application with it. And so what we try to teach is, you know, with emotional intelligence, uh, there are so many models of, of human behavior that are out there. You mm. know, people have taken Myers-Briggs before. Yeah. Um, you know, we use the DISC uh, form of, of communication and personality assessments. And so as long as whatever you are use, using or whatever you can apply, that's you know, that that makes it a great tool. So mm. from from our perspective. You know, we teach that, you know, the, the DIS and see the, the D, the dominant style, you know, those folks who communicate very directly, that I style, that influencing style, they're, they're big gestures. They're always positive. You know, let's go. Let's be motivated. Mm. You've got those S types that are supportive, which are the more reserved people oriented. They're kind of the glue of really any organization, any family, soft spoken, but are fiercely, fiercely kind. And they communicate in a little bit slower pace than uh, a D or dominant style would. And then you've got your reserve task oriented people, which are your, your C's. And they are those analytical thinkers, um, you know, your surgeons, your accountants, your engineers, those types of people hmm. who just got to draw a smile out of them. I mean, you're just pulling and <laughs> tugging as much as you can to just even get them to smile because they're always oh, yeah. analyzing every situation. So, um, knowing that. Those are your, the, you know, and everyone's a unique blend of all four of those. No one's right, just a right. C or just a D. So knowing that we're all a unique blend of those, you know, you can take an assessment and kind of see where you fall mm-hmm. uh, on, on the chart. And then from there, um, you know, our, our main goal is understanding yourself. And Tudor, I'm sure you've probably taken an assessment before or know. I'm curious to take one now. I don't think I've taken a disc one. That sounds really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's in, in the, you know, to, to use those four letters, you know, you're either a D or a DI or a C or whatever. It makes it very simple to be able to understand and relate to people versus, you know, nothing wrong with Myers-Briggs, but, you know, right. for Myers-Briggs, you know, I'm a, you're an ESFP. Okay. What, what is that? What action mean? does that give you? Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. So, so I want something that I can say, okay, that person's some kind of D blend. I mean, a DI or a DC, I'm not really sure, but I know that they've got a lot of D in them. So here's how I relate to them. And I've got, you know, traits and characteristics and motivators for those kind of people. And, you know, 85 to 90, you know, 4% of the time, just with knowing that they're some kind of D or some kind of I or S or whatever, then you can make those connections uh, and, and learn, okay, this is how they want me to communicate. If mm. I give an example, like our high Ds, when they're communicating, it is quick, it is direct, it's to the point. Right. So, for example, if you and I were communicating back and forth and you said, hey, Alex, did you get that uh, packet that I sent over last week? If I was a high D, I'd say, got it. That's That'll it. be it. You wouldn't say, got it, it was awesome, or <laughs> nothing. Right. It would just be, got it. <laughs> And so, because they're in and out, and, Matter and they're of fact. Not, and so you're like, wait a minute. Now, I, I could be a little offended by that. Right, like, I spent a lot of time on that, <laughs> and I prepared that specifically for this interview. And you know, I was hoping to get a little more feedback. But for for D's, you ask them a question. Did you get it? Yes, they. Yes, I got it. And they were they're out. So that's that's where they are. Um, versus an S, if you sent that same message, did you get my packet? And S would be like, oh yes. Tutor, I got the packet. I thought it was, I thought it was great. I'm sorry for not responding to you sooner. I've been swamped at work. <laughs> so they're going to be more apologetic and almost to the point of, you know, like, wait a yeah, minute, it was only like two days ago. You don't, have to, you don't have to apologize. So that's the difference is when you, when you go across. And if you look at the, the disc wheel, um, you know, these are in the kind of that upper left corner, I's in the upper right corner, S is in the lower right corner and C's in the lower left. So when you go across those diagonals, that's when most folks have communication breakdown. And we mm. spend a lot of time talking about. Yeah, the the direct opposites from each other. Correct. 
Well, that's really Correct. fascinating to me. I mean, I love learning about communication. I'll have to actually go and take a test. I'm, I'm really curious now <laughs> what, uh, what my score is. But, you know, with, with the kind of work that you do, it is, it's so, it must be so rewarding to, to educate people on this kind of, you know, system and, and these types of things and see them get it and see them, you know, transform essentially. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm curious about is how, that experiences for you and and particularly what does this kind of work mean towards your life purpose like you are like you said you're making a transition more into this kind of work and 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 helping people really bridge the gap between communication which is so essential especially with the information age what does that work mean for you what is the what is the big picture for you with this kind of work that's a great question and so you know i enjoy being a ceo but it wasn't really why i was put on this planet i don't think Mm. Um, I spent eight years in a classroom teaching sixth graders, um, mm. everything from science, math and social studies to band, you know, so just influencing people in a positive way. I get to do that when I'm more hands on in this role as a as a professional speaker versus as a CEO. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, I get to influence how uh, a practice will survive and thrive. But but in terms of the individual, um, I don't really necessarily get that. Um, I don't know that's that. that connectivity that I do mm -hmm. in a speak in a speaking role. So for me personally, um, it, it's, it's transformative in that I get to see people who have had a, not, not a great relationship with maybe a, a, a parent, see them walk through these steps and say, my gosh, my, my dad is, he's a high C. Everything that you're saying is right. He's, he was just, you know, always about the numbers he was always about organizing things. He was kind of that that half glass half empty guy in mm. terms of how he would speak to me because he always was trying to get things the best they could possibly be. And mm. C's are all about that. You know, they're always about improving the process and efficiencies and things like that. Mm. So it's hard for them to show that they that they care um, in 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 a different way. Mm. So when I see that in someone and they get that light comes on. Boom, you know, oh my gosh, my, my wife is to see. Hmm. Well, well, I'm an I. So I'm trying to make her laugh by throwing candy across the room and hitting her with it. And she's just staring at me like I've lost my mind. <laughs> and then, you know, her mindset is, well, sweetie, why didn't you get all of the items on the grocery list? All right. <laughs> and, and, and my, my response is, well, I got 19 out of 20. Yeah. That's like a 95, right? I mean, that's, that's an A right? <laughs> in anybody else's classroom. So, but she said, but, but you could have gone to another store or we, we needed the celery. I said, I know, but, but I saw Bob, you know, my tennis buddy and I was about to pick up the celery, but then I got distracted. And so, you know, I suffer from shiny object syndrome. And so we get distracted <laughs> quite easily. So having the light come on for, for her and, and, and for me early in our relationship, Tudor was huge because we were married in 95. Wow. In 90, in 97, um, you know, we started having some some of the honeymoon things, you know, parting, and we started having a little bit of non-marital bliss, I'll call it. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit of rah-rah here and a little rah-rah there. And so we weren't understanding, you know, why she couldn't be more spontaneous. Well, hmm. why can't you be more organized? Well, you know, why can't you have a little more fun? Well, you know, why can't we get things done in an orderly fashion? Well, and so she was trying to look at me and say, why can't you be more like me? Yeah. And I was looking at her and saying, well, why can't you be more like me? And so we were struggling with that. And I met a gentleman by the name of Dr. Robert Rome. Uh, that summer I was working at a leadership camp, uh, up in uh, Queens uh, College in Charlotte, North Carolina, 
Long story short, he presented this same information to the entire delegation there, including the, the, the staff. And I, I took an assessment there, right spot on, uh, you know, right in the college area. And I was like, whoa, I'm, I'm an I. Yeah, this is me. This is me. I'm, I'm influencing. I like to you know, be recognized for my efforts. Um, I'm a, you know, inspirational to others. This is all good. This is me. You know, I like to have a good time. And then I said, my, this is not my wife. <laughs> like any way, shape or form, it's not her. I said, you know, she's obviously somewhere different than I am in terms mm-hmm. of the quadrant. So I grabbed an assessment from Dr. Rome and sped home as soon as we, we were done. She took it and tutor. I'm telling you, absolute polar opposites. Wow. You draw the graph. We are extreme out on the edge of, of the thing, but that, that knowledge. Yeah. That gave that you power. It's was like, okay. and, and it transformed our marriage. Yeah. From Amazing. Rocky to, okay, Alex, I know that you're this crazy Yahoo and, and I know why now. And I said, okay, well, I know you're this hyper organized, you know, type A personality. And now I know why. And so we were able, able to celebrate the good things about each other without trying to make sure we were the same person, which was, we were never going to be. So, that was hugely transformational. We've been married now since, like I said, 95, so it's going to be 20, years. 23 years yeah. in August. Wow, so, congratulations. That's awesome, so, man. So thank you. So the, the stuff works. And my passion is trying to help other couples, other organizations, other fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, aunts and uncles, those folks who have had, you know, relationships that have been strained because they really couldn't connect. Mm-hmm. Um, having them, have them mend those. Or even reach out to folks that, that maybe they were too scared to reach out to or my gosh, you know, I could, I can never connect with Gary Vaynerchuk because he's all the time on, rah, 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 you know, fired yeah. up, but, but I can adapt who I am to the people around me. And so that's the third step of what we teach. So understand yourself, understand others and then adapt your, your style to where they are so you can make this more meaningful relationship. Yeah, that's beautiful. I mean, I think that's education that everybody needs to have, regardless of their position. Like communication is the basic transaction of our relationships. So that's, that's amazing, man. It, it kind of reminds me of, you know, in, in uh, psychology, I, I've always been interested in learning about all these different things. And, uh, I've done a lot of reading on the human needs by Tony Robbins and how we're all kind of, you know, driven, you know, dominantly by one or the other. And it reminds me a lot of like people who are more certainty driven and they're more organized versus who are more driven by variety and, and kind of need a need chaos in their life, you know. And uh, when I first learned about those things, it, it, you know, it became so like eye opening to see, oh, my gosh, now I can. Like you said, see somebody who's opposite from me, but not see it as like a, a problem. It is more from an understanding, empathetical point of view. And like, okay, how can I, you know, it's like a puzzle. They're like, okay, how can I relate to this person now that I know what is their, you know, point of view or worldview influenced by, like you said, their values and things like that. So if somebody's really motivated much more by certainty you know than having uncertain situations are not going to appeal to them and that kind of thing so it's just so it was so cool to learn those things well yeah uh wanted to ask you about your work experiences and all the stuff that you do can you share a memory or an experience uh maybe recently or you know you shared one about your wife uh but something to do with your work that was very transformative like maybe you you led a workshop and somebody like totally got something that made a huge difference in their life or anything like that yes yeah, so so when we when we work with with ceos um especially 
you know, they, they bring their own, own personal, um, wants and needs to a, to a meeting. And then they bring their professional wants and needs to mm-hmm. a meeting in terms of what they're trying to get from a, from a speaker. So, um, having, having these, you know, discussions, you know, quite a few number of times. I remember one, one instance where, um, a, a gentleman who was an, an S type, which was reserved and people oriented. So that, that kind, you know, caring person, uh, had the realization that, um, he was, was struggling to work with the more of the dominant types, those high D's. Um, and he was wondering, gosh, these people are just over the top in my face all the time. And why are they being such jerks? And so after this information, he was, he, he, he kind of had a 180. He said, they're not being jerks. They're actually the people that get things done in my organization. Mm. Now they may not do it the way that I would, but I wouldn't have had, you know, 90% of my sales. I wouldn't have, you know, our company wouldn't have grown 20% in the last year if it mm. weren't for these people. So, so he saw, Hey, these people are my opposites and their weaknesses are my strengths mm. and my weaknesses are their strengths. So I'm not good at necessarily the clothes or that, that, you know, you know, overcoming objections, but that's what they do. I mean, they eat that stuff for breakfast. Give them a debate, give them a challenge. And those dominant styles, they just eat that up hmm. versus me. You know, I'm a high S. So that means I'm more of a relational person, which means that I'm, I'm more caring. I'm more empathetic. If I've got employees that have issues, they can come talk to me and feel safe versus if they go talk to that D person, they're just going to be, you know, kind of claw them and get out. So, hmm. so he, he learned that that, you know, they supplement each other very well. And it wasn't a, an oppositional thing. It was a complementary, um, frame of, of looking at the situation. So it was just like, ah, I, I've just never even thought about it. So, you know, he, he could, he could add to his staff based upon, you know, where their weaknesses and strengths were. And that's what we talk about when we do job benchmarking and job matching. It seems like acceptance is a big, big theme here just really uh and empathy we've thrown that one around too but just for me the word acceptance just came up you know like being able to accept other people and and that allows you the workability and creativity to to move forward rather than being stuck on what what isn't you know what's not happening so that's right that's right very cool well here's a question for you regarding kind of the just the mundane aspects of the world you know for me transformation is this thing that uh happens in every kind of line of work it's it's when something meaningful happens it's when something memorable happens and we want to create more of those experiences as much as possible especially when we're in a field that's very you know transformative like public speaking helping other people that kind of thing but obviously there's you know there's the mundane aspects of of our careers and our lives you know the the things that we don't want to do administrative stuff skype you know technology whatever you know <laughs> so uh you know my question to you is how especially for speaking you know and those kind of things how do you maintain that transformative state that that open mind and the possibility generating mechanism of your spirit how do you maintain that in the light of all the mundane things like what's your what are some of your secrets do you do you have a particular routine that you go through do you have any how you know uh tips and tricks anything like that to basically maintain yourself in a in a readiness state i guess that's a good question so so from my perspective um as a high eye i love inspiring people i love influencing people um 
you know, the more people I can speak to, the better. So if you've got a stadium of 20,000, you know, I might have a few butterflies, but I'm going to get out on the stage and I'm going to start going and doing my thing. And that's yeah. when I get fired up and get so passionate and, and people, I've got people laughing and that kind of thing. So that's, that's where I, I have that energy. So what I do is in the everyday moments, I try to make many moments like that happen for the mm-hmm. things that I'm passionate about. So if I'm, I'm, if I'm passionate about organizing things, you know, like a high C would be, then I'll try to focus on, you know, going throughout the day and, oh, I've got a chance to organize this little thing. It might take 30 seconds, but I've got a, kind of a fist pump yeah kind of moment and that's a little mini fist pump as opposed to a you know a, a i've just won the you know the lottery Woo! you know get crazy thing <laughs> right. so i get to celebrate those with within the groups that i speak to you mm-hmm. know and that's kind of where i get where i get fed but i try to create those moments in let's say in, in a grocery store so i'll be walking in the checkout line the first thing i want to do is i'm looking for that name tag i want to see who the person is that i'm talking to so immediately when they say hey did you find everything i said Sure, Teresa found everything today. And so they do almost do an instant double take, like, whoa, this person know me? And then from there, we start having a conversation. Yeah, know? something so, a little more than just average that how you would have responded makes that for a totally new moment. Exactly. Exactly. So it's it's breaking the mundane, like you said, mm-hmm. and engaging someone on a level that is beyond transactional. Right. So, exactly. so transactional, transactional, transactional. I'm stopping, I'm asking about them. I mean, there's a there's a lady who works at, at Publix here. Her name is Cherie. I've known her for like two and a half years, only at Publix. Oh wow! Never seen her in a church or in the in where I mean, just at Publix. But I know how many kids she's got. I know you know Publix is married. a grocery store or something. Publix is a grocery store or something. Yeah, Publix is a grocery store here oh. in the South. Sorry, oh, okay. so that's uh, yeah. based in Florida. Uh, so so you <laughs> nice. you folks, uh, what, just uh, it could be a, it could be a Saveton, it could be a Safeway, it could be Albertsons. Oh, we have Safeway, be... nice. That's okay, cool. okay. So I'm, I'm I'm with you. So Trader Joe's, wherever. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so she's she's working there for quite a while, and so every time I come in, I, I you know I'll say something to her or uh, you know how the kids or whatever else I've helped her with a budget before, oh, just other good. things like that that go beyond the transaction because. If I can help someone in that way, that feeds my S because I'm an IS blend. So I'm a helper and I like to help people. Um, and then, and then I like to, you know, act the fool sometimes. And there's a gentleman, another guy who works in there. His name is Raheem. And he's a, he's a, a stalker slash bagger. So, uh, every time I come into the, and I don't, I don't break your microphone, but every time I come to Publix and I say Raheem, I'm like, Raheem! and I'll do it really loud. <laughs> And the whole store kind of looks around and he just starts to smile because he's very soft spoken and a really, really kind guy. Um, but just to, you know, that interaction of making his day because he's smiling and I know that I've done something positive and we'll just, you know, we'll shoot the breeze. Yeah, like little mini things. investments every day in your, in your relationships. So you can. That's correct. And again, and the, the thing is, Tudor, is that I'm not looking for anything back from those people. Right. Exactly. It's not a manipulative. It's yeah. not a, what are you going to do for me? It's, just what am I doing to help make someone's day better? Because in the end, karma has a way of coming around. Or if you're not a believer in karma, if you're a believer more spiritually, it's just everything I mean, comes back to you. Absolutely. It's just the right thing to do, just yeah. to, to make the world a better place than the, than where it was, you know, ten minutes ago. Absolutely, I, I'm totally with that. I, I like that approach, and it's those many little moments that make that add up to the quality of your life. I mean, the big one's important too, but especially with a lot of the interviews that I've had on this topic, I, I really am getting that the, the small moments are really what make life like these kind of little investments in your relationships every day and talking to people and making, you know, random acts of kindness or interest in people. Uh, that's really what makes the quality of your life. It builds that momentum 
of having an exciting, diverse social, you know, social life. So, well, with your with your path on this journey that you're on, what has been a little more personal question here for you? But what's been your biggest obstacle? You, know, you talked about, you know, your your uh, initial breakthrough with your wife and and kind of learning these different communication strategies. Uh, maybe since you've started this company and this this direction, what has been your biggest obstacle and how did you overcome it? How maybe it's a recurring obstacle and how do you deal with it? That kind of thing. Sure. So in the speaking business, there are tons of people that are out there uh, that speak professionally. Uh, and there are some great ones. There's some you know decent ones and there's some some not so great ones, but there are just a lot. And so one of the challenges that you face every day is trying to separate yourself and develop your own unique sales you know, selling proposition um, from everyone else that's out there. Because there are a lot of people who di- do DISC like I do. There's a lot of people who do emotional intelligence. Mm. A lot of people who speak on communication. So trying to, you know, just to separate yourself from them uh, in, in, a, in a positive way. You know, what do you do differently? What do you bring to the table? Uh, and then just, you know, keep on planting seeds. And, you know, you're going to get no's and you're going to get people who aren't interested and you're going to get, you know, occasional yeses once in a while. You're going to have to do free ones. You're going to have to do ones you get paid for. But it's all about, you know, establishing who you are and what you're all about. And then for those people who you connect with, they become you know your eventual champions. Mm. And so you're not doing it for, you know, money at first. You're not doing it. You're doing it exactly to or for that transformational effect mm-hmm. in other people, because when they see that that's when you've got your fans and that's when you develop a following and that's when you will have people who will you know go to war for you. What kept you motivated and going through? I mean, obviously when you're especially building a brand or building a new situation, you do have to do a lot of things for free or you have to go above and beyond. So for you, what was, what was the thing that kept you going through, through these initial, you know, failures, through the initial difficulties, obstacles, it's a great question. And, and I've got a tremendous, uh, pair of coaches that I work with. Um, one of them is in my, my Vistage group. Uh, his name's Brett Pyle. Just been a tremendous positive influence on my life. Uh, and then I've been working with a speech coach uh, and a speaker's coach, uh, Jane Atkinson, um, who's been very, very beneficial in terms of kind of setting the path for me mm-hmm. in terms of here's what you'd expect in month one and three and six and 12. And, and don't get down on yourself when, you know, you're struggling to get traction because Everyone struggles to get traction. Absolutely. You know, you look at a guy who's on, on stage right now, you know, the, you know, the Zig Ziglar's of the world, you know, they, they didn't start, you know, with, you know, making whatever, you know, right. $80 zillion per speech and that kind of thing. But they started somewhere, you know, the Brian Tracy's of the world, Tony Robbins of the world, all those guys. I mean, they started with, you know, a small thing and then they, and they just kind of expanded on it. So the, the key is to have mentors in your life whom you can glean information from and encouragement mm. from. And, and if you've got those folks in your life, then, you know, they'll keep you on the right path and, and, and give you the perspective that you need to say, Hey, you know, you might want it microwave society style and you might want to go from zero to a hundred grand in, in your business in, in three months. But frankly, that's just not going to happen. Right. Here's why, but here's what we can do to get you to that point within X period of time, whatever that X is. Hmm. Well, with people listening, how, you know, we're coming up here towards the end. I got another question after this one. But how can, especially from the realm of communication, I think it's such a such a good topic. How can they create more transformation in their life, more transformative moments in their life? I liked your point about these little transactions. But uh, what's a what's one way that they maybe an awareness or 
a tool, something to live by every day? What do you think? Sure. So, so from, again, going back to my, to my three points that I try to get across in, in every speech I give or every workshop I do, and that's understand yourself. Because if you're walking around out there not knowing who you are or how you communicate or what you're motivated by, then we're never going to be closer to that, what's the reason why I'm here? Mm-hmm. You know, that big meaning of life question. So figuring out who you are is hugely important. And then number two is then figuring out how others consider themselves or think about themselves. And once you do that, then you can better better interact with them on a daily basis and you can create those small moments, mm. um, whether it be by yourself, whether it be with others, because you know your goal may not be to go out there and you know shake everybody's hand right, at public or to, 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 yeah, to scream Rahim in the background and have everybody turn around. <laughs> You're going to maybe a little bit, a little more reserved, and that's great. Uh, but but you're not going to know until you discover who you really are. And then mm-hmm. once you do, then you'll be on the path to finding out tools and things that will that will help you, you know, make the magic happen. Yeah, beautiful. Well, what uh, I'll ask you a question about your life lessons and how they've made you wise about the world. What uh, what's a fortune cookie kind of life lesson that we can get out of your path in communication and speaking? How has that made you wiser about people, about the world and its happenings? What what comes to mind? Any hmm, life I'm, lessons? I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if I'm going to go if I'm going to go grasshopper or if I'm going to go Yoda. Um, uh, Yoda sounds pretty good. I just okay. saw. Oh my god! I saw this video last night of <laughs> Yoda. It's like one of those bad lip readings, but yes. it, it was like the Yoda one yes. where it's like something with goose or, or no. Uh, I don't know what it was. Some kind of bird. It was something with yes. geese or pelicans. It was just absolutely ridiculous. Seagulls. Yeah, seagulls. Seagulls. That's right. I'm that's like one of my, what's, 80 what's million my views yeah. for just something so ridiculous. But it's like, man, it was brilliant. And it's catchy. And it all, all my kids said, we'll be around, we'll be around the dinner table going, one day when you are older. You know, and we're sitting there, you know, <laughs> run, run, run and jump. I can be a backpack while oh, you run. Yeah, that's a great God. video. It's a great video. It's seagulls. Great. And it's clean, which I, which I like. Is, I can share yeah. it with my kids, and it's you know it's fun. and, yeah. and Brilliant. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's, so it's that's good. what so, I thought of when you say Yoda. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So um, uh, I, I think that, uh, that, that Yoda's, um, Yoda's um, I guess, theory on life and theory on, on working hard is, is good. And he says, or do not. There is no try. <laughs> And so, um, that is a good know, one. When, when, when it comes to business, uh, you know, you, you just got to keep putting the pedal down. And when it comes mm-hmm. to trying to make a relationship work, you've got to p- keep putting the pedal down because it's easy for, for people to get up. The world is full of people who have, you know, tried and, and failed and then haven't gotten back up again. And they're resigned to whatever their lot in life is. But if you just keep pushing through and pushing through, um, good things will happen. Now, you may, you know, you may shoot for the stars and only reach the moon. Well, that's great. I mean, you are going to be a lot better off than, than you were if you never, you know, started at all. So that, that'll be my life. I had one of my students, uh, tell me that her dad gave her a, a really awesome quote. It's like, you know, shoot for the stars. At least you'll hit a tree. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, or some grass. If or some grass. You hit something. <laughs> you know, don't shoot straight. Well, cool, my friend. What are you grateful for right now? What are you most grateful for? Oh, I've got a I've got a tremendous life, Tudor. I've got a wonderful family. I've got five kids, all healthy and happy, um, all totally different. I've got a wife who loves me for the crazy, uh, wild person that I am, uh, and I've got uh, two parents that are still alive, and uh, I cherish them uh, to death and, and their wisdom. So I'm, I'm that's awesome. Very, 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 That's a great place to be. Yeah. Huh. Beautiful, indeed. indeed. 
Well, where can they find out more about you, especially if they want to learn more about communication and speaking or any kind of... Uh, do you do you travel a lot for speaking? Do you go to different states and things like that? Indeed, indeed I do. So, you know, I speak to organizations. Uh, we do work with uh, you know, big Fortune 500 companies. Uh, we work with folks like Swage Lock, Tenant Health, folks like that, you know, and then down to the churches because, you know, the message just isn't about, you know, professional side of things. Mm. It's about the personal side. So we work with churches and, and, and youth and things like that. So, yeah, awesome. pretty much all over the country from time to time, whenever, you know, I'll be in South Carolina one week. I might be in you know, Maine the next week. You never know. But uh, if you want to visit my website at therapportadvantage.com, or alexswireclark.com. Those will get you to where we need to go. And if you're interested in learning more about yourself, there's a, there's a place called the Rapport Store. Right there's a little tab I have. You can click on that, and I'll take you to our Rapport Advantage Store, and you can look at any assessments that you might want to take to determine who you are. They're pretty cheap. They're less than 15 bucks a pop. Oh, nice. Uh, and they give you a nice little uh, six-page printout of who you are. And then if you want to do one with your spouse, just let me know. Uh, you can send me an email to contact at alexswireclark.com. Once you've got a couple of those done, I can send you a free 11 page uh, interaction report uh, that uh, will take those two uh, reports and combine them together and tell you here's what motivates each other here's how you best communicate with one another uh, and, and kind of go from there awesome that's awesome man i think i'm gonna go for that disc uh, profile i'm really curious now <laughs> what uh, where do i rank and what kind of communication excellent. style yeah awesome yeah, well guys that concludes our interview on what is transformation with my guest Alex Swire Clark. Tune in every Friday where I host conversations with some amazing people about their journey towards living a life full out and their impact in the world. I hope that this episode has contributed to your own journey and if you know anybody who could benefit from today's show, share it with them. You never know what difference it will make on their path toward living their life purpose. Thank you for supporting the show and helping me create a resource for people to empower themselves in creating a life they love through transformation. And thank you again, Alex. It was a pleasure having you on the show. My pleasure, sir. All right, my friend. We'll see you guys next week. You're listening to the Dance of Life podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. Join me weekly as I discuss my most meaningful life lessons and strategies on entrepreneurship, transformation, gratitude, and how to dance your way through life. For the latest content and bonus material, make sure you get subscribed using your favorite listening platform. And if you like today's episode or want to contribute to a future episode, share your ideas and keep the conversation going at danceoflife.com. And remember, life is short, so you might as well learn to dance your way through it. Until next time, I'm Tudor Alexander, and this is the Dance of Life.